Every day in New York City, over 8 million people work, live, and play. Doctors, lawyers, artists. This podcast will explore the human mind and- Richie, dude, what are you doing? I'm trying to make this fun and inspiring, okay? What's your problem? What's your problem, dude? Get to the point. What's Your Problem is a weekly podcast where some of the funniest people we know open up about what's bothering them, what their issue is, and we try to help them out. We're your hosts, Richie Tolway. I'm Justy Dodge. Thanks so much for listening. Guys, thanks so much. Okay, fuck you. Richie's making fun of me because we initially recorded this, and I was very upbeat and happy about it. And he That's made fun how of she it. started it. Guys, said, thanks so much. You, guys, this week... This was this was great. This was a great episode. This was so much fun. Uh, we had Christina Hutchinson, one of the funniest uh, people I know. Just a sweetheart. Just a real aware sweetheart. It's funny because she didn't really know me, but then she found out eight different times that she did know me from somewhere <laughs> else. She's like, oh, you're dating Micah. Oh, you're this guy. Okay. Yeah, that's what happens in comedy. Yeah. But she talks about some really, uh, really personal, like, things that have happened to her throughout the years from childhood, but she's got a, an amazing self-awareness that's, you know... Yeah, it's really inspiring, and she uh, she tackles things head head on. Head, she tackles things head, head on. on. It's great. Yeah, um, I'm I'm a big proponent of just the feel the emotions. You know, feel the emotions, get through it, and then be able to look back. And I mean, end. Richie feels things a little too much, but other than that, yeah. Oh God, I do. I know, but she's great. She she's got a great story. She's got a great uh demeanor. Everything yeah. about her is just fun. She's just a great person. Yeah, she talked about uh, growing up with a, a you know a mother who was. Uh, Bipolar. Bipolar, with a you know. Significant amount of other issues. Yeah, a lot of depression and everything, and uh, just how she she tackled that, which yeah. is really cool. And that's why she's so good now with her issues that come up. Yeah, really inspiring story. So uh, give listen, it a listen, listen to it, guys. Go fuck yourself, Richie. Everyone there was great except for him, and the contract they gave us said, "We, you pay us a percentage." From anything you get based off of the success of the podcast. Oh, really? Which is odd. Because we came yeah. up with the idea. They didn't even help. They didn't do anything except press record yeah. and mix it and, and put it out and stuff. I mean, they, that, they which was great. It. But I'm like, if we can add money, yeah, you get the cut, obviously. That's what makes sense. But Just everything? Yeah, and he's like, I'm not taking that out. Bye. I'm like, wow, you are a scumbag. You did a show there or you did? Uh, I did a show there a month ago for the first time in. But I had guys, we, guys we fucked started there for right, the right. first eight months. Well, the first podcast I ever did, we did in the showroom before they ever did the labs. Oh, weird. I yeah. love that air, that labs area. So fucking cool. The labs cool. area is cool, but this is before they ever had the labs. Yeah, it was yeah, like, it makes sense to have. It was just random because we had like a Richard Kind come up there. <gasps> I love him. <laughs> and like, f- like really, Dick Dick Cavett. Oh my god, what? So it was like this random. Holy like, shit! Did, did you ever hear of um, Comical Radio? No, this was way back when. Dick Cavett though, that's a good get. He and signed, Richard Kind. He signed my tit. And uh Wow. I know. That's pretty exciting. That's fucking that. cool. Damn. Do you know who Dick Cavett is? No. Oh, Jesus, Richie. I'm just impressed. He signed your tit. Must be important. Yeah, very famous talk show host. Yeah. I don't know anybody. Big back in the day. Way back. And he came in with like a leather jacket and hat. Nice. And sold oh, yeah. a cigarette. That's from what him. I would hope. Oh wow. Yeah. What a great experience and, you had. Yeah. I think he only liked me too. I think he hated <gasps> That's awesome. Dan Natterman and Danny LaBelle. Oh I oh, Dan Natterman. I don't know why he just really annoys me. <laughs> There's like two people in comedy that I'm like, I don't like you. For no reason. I really. like I like him, but yeah. Like he's obnoxious and rude and whatever. How was the show at Stand at New York? It was good. Yeah. It was on Bar Merrick show. 
uh, prenup or something. I forget what they call it. Prenup. Divorced. Yeah. Something about prenup. that. Yeah, because they're like she's been married a million times. Oh my god, her stories are fucking amazing. I didn't know about those stories. Yeah. I didn't know that about her. We had her on. And then when she went on Pat Dixon's podcast years ago to talk about how she was kidnapped, I didn't realize that was her because I listened to that because it was so fascinating. Yeah. And she was blonde back then. And then when I got to know her, she had black hair. And then in the middle of the podcast, she was like, oh, yeah, I was sex trafficked. And I was like, wait, what? Yeah, yeah. We, oh, yeah. We had that experience with her. Holy yeah. shit. <laughs> we did that as well. We're like, oh, wait, Crazy. wait, wait, wait. Go back. Go back. Yeah. To She's like, I just talked about something tragic on the last podcast I did. And we're like, well, what, you, you can't not explain that now. I had no. Oh, yeah understanding of that oh my god and she just doesn't like the divorces or the when she cuts off an engagement it doesn't like upset her it's just like nah, nah. i'm like good for you <laughs> well you i felt like i thought that show you had to be married on when i first saw or like divorced someday. um no i don't no, think so because yeah. you've never been married no neither was Karen Karen was on at the same night oh but you're like in a 10 year uh you're, we you're... just celebrated six years i thought it was 10 what did i think no. 10 i don't know it's 10 <laughs> Ugh. They're like, I'm not going that far. 19. God, 19 <laughs> to 23 between when I dated him and him. Those were a lot of good years of fucking. I, would, I couldn't have done it without those. <laughs> it's Steven, right? Yeah. He's lovely. He's great. My I boyfriend. fucking. He's so good. I thought you said I fuck him. And I was like, well, I just I do fuck so. him. <laughs> I do fuck him. He's a guy I fuck. Six years. But he's older, too, like by yeah. 10 years. You're 29. He's nine years older than me. Yeah, so he's 36, seven or eight. I don't know. He fucking lies to me about his age what? still. And so I don't even know how old he is. Why, why does he lie about his age? I don't, because he's the music, he was in the music industry, and it really, like, he it was, like, butthurt about his age. Like, if you're over 25, <laughs> you're basically dead. I'm like, oh, Christ. All right. Really? Yeah. You don't lie about yours. No, I don't give a fuck. 20 fucking nine, motherfucker. When I turn 30, I'm going to be amped. When I turn 40, I'm going to be amped. I like 30. It makes me feel, like, superior. I feel like the 30s is the best yeah, you wait I'm really for waiting. I'm really waiting for 30s. I can't wait for I it. I am excited. Yeah, you're 28, you're 29. Yeah, yeah, I get it. But it's like I wasted so, many, so much of my 20s on hope. Yeah, that's what the 20s are for. Uh, and then 30s are reality. And then fucking, I guess, in your case. Yeah. See, I never did that. I never went through that phase. Oh, I did. It was great. I miss it. <laughs> I ask Steven all the time, like, you want to have an open relationship? He goes, no. I'm like, all right. And you know, I ask him again. But you, <laughs> just, no. you guys are kind of open, not really. Kind of. I mean, three-way stuff. He just agree, admitted, admitted, agreed to have a three-way with another dude. And I was like, yes. Yeah, you came over here after that, did you not? After a three-way? I, I remember you being like, I think I have a yeast infection. <laughs> oh, yeah, with Rosie. Yeah. <laughs> that was like a month-long yeast infection, too. That's so annoying. That's what happens with those. Yeah. Have you? Was that your first one? First yeast infection? Yeah. Um, I feel like I got one before, but it was very minor. And okay, that this means, that was means awful. no. That means no. No, I've had itches before from that. Yeah. But this one lasted a month. You didn't get any medicine? I did. Still, still persisted. Hmm. Yeah. Well, if you're fucking Steven, you can give it back and forth. I know. Other. And I, yeah, yeah. Really? And we, yeah. <clears throat> we always use oh. condoms though, but uh, not that that matters. But we didn't, he didn't like eat me out during that time. We still had sex with condoms. <laughs> You're right, but uh, no, because that's what I, I learned this because when me and Caleb first started having sex, I got a I got a real bad Easter, and uh, <laughs> it's a nor'easter, a real happy Easter, real bad one. And the th- what happened was I I explained to him I'm like you you can actually have a yeast infection also and give it back to me. Um, where you're circumcised is where like it goes. Oh I right, because it's hard to clean. Yeah, it's harder to clean. Wow. And he the looked dick. and he looked at me and he goes, um, "You know, I'm not circumcised, right?" And I was like, "Oh, 
No, I didn't notice because we had just started having sex. He's like, but you, you've blown me. And I was like, I don't look at it, though. I don't look at it. I don't look at the face. I don't like to Only look at the lipstick. Mm. I think part. they're ugly. You know, Richie doesn't like boobs. I think it's a whole thing. I think. Hey, all right. Like boobs. The fuck's just, your problem? I'm just a, I'm just a butt man. Yeah. Yeah. His uh, roommate really uh, berated him on that. Yeah, Courtney I McGinnis. Mean, she's uh, that's, oh, yeah, that's her yeah. brand. So she got real mad when and posted uh, about it. <laughs> what a yeah. sociopath you are! And then everybody was like, "What?" No, yeah, a lot of really dudes does. are butt guys, and they don't, yeah. they don't. I mean, it's not that they hate boobs; they just are like, "I don't give a shit." Yeah, I enjoy boobs, but I'm just never. I'm never like, "Man, look at that rack!" I just right, right, right. You know, I'm not. I'm not gonna turn into a fucking coyote, and my jaw's gonna drop. And uh, like, I get and, it. I'm. I'm more for a woman's body. I like a big ass more than. We do. Yeah, there's like there's so much more to the form than just like the fucking sacks of fat hanging off your chest. It's, hey, you I want the know. sacks of fat hanging off your ass? You've got both, though, don't you? Yeah. She's like, yes, I do have a very I do. nice rack. I, do. And I have a very good butt. Yeah. Right. There's nothing wrong with. Been that. working on it a lot. Yeah. Go to the gym, lifting weights. I just deadlifted 175 pounds. Holy shit. Here yeah. we or no, uh, squatted 175 pounds, yeah. Still, that's it's crazy. Yeah. Well, Richie has uh, squatted his weight, and he let me know that the other day. Yeah, I just got back up to my When butt. you I do mean, it, it's the, really cool. It's impressive. It's like, but that's like, I want to tell everybody. <laughs> that's like over that's one lot. and a half times your body weight, for I'm sure? 140 or something, so okay. not one okay. and a half, but yeah. 10, 10 pounds in each tit, though, and... Probably. No, but <laughs> I was just celebrating getting back to squatting my body weight. 205, yeah. 205 but yeah, I mean, like... It's hard. Congrats. It's hard. Yeah, I've been working up to it for eight months. Are yeah. you a big workout person? I I have a trainer now, so now I am. Ooh. Yeah, I've been waiting nice. my whole life to get a trainer. They're awfully expensive, but uh, I gotta say it's worth it because I would never work out like that if I didn't no. have a trainer. If I wasn't paying for it and didn't want to waste my money, I would never have done it. Micah just uses me. She makes me be her trainer. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Because I I just researched it a lot, but. That's awesome. Yeah, if you have somebody who knows what they're doing, that's yeah. Yeah. Nah, I mean, good. Come for on, you Justy. You're good. I mean, no, I pay gotta, me. I, I what? Pay, pay you? me. Yeah. No, I get exer- exercise bulimia. I can't go to a gym. I get all fucking psycho and start counting the calories I eat. And oh really? I, I had it for a while when I was uh. younger, and it was a little brutal. <laughs> yeah, that's exhausting. Yeah, like just don't eat. Just fucking be an adult and don't eat if you're gonna do that. Or eat just like a little bit of the shitty thing you want to eat. That's what I listen know. to you. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll, uh, I'll eat whatever, but I'll only eat a little bit of I'll it. Stable with I it nibble. and stuff. Did you? Did you? You never had eating issue, really, or did you? No, I was bulimic for three months after my uh, last boyfriend before Steven cheated on me. Uh, but it wasn't a, a weight thing though. It was just I wanted to have control over something. Well, it's that's why I was, what I was it confused is. over it because I was like, I don't care. I'm not. I never got like weird about body issue stuff. But uh, so I was like, why am I doing this? And then this, the therapist was like, you want to have control over something in your life. That's like, most Boom! Yeah, that's what happens. Mm. Damn, you're good. And you only for three months, though. Three months, yeah. Were you good at it, throwing up? I can never. No, because it wasn't all the time. And it wasn't, I wouldn't eat a lot and throw up. No binging. Yeah, because I guess that's probably how you should do it. Because then it's easier to throw up. But yeah. yeah, usually people are starving themselves. I've always thrown, I've thrown up my whole life, though. I've been like, every time I get drunk, well, the first couple of years I started drinking, Every time I would just pee, hug the toilet, my stomach's very sensitive. As you're drinking wow. whiskey straight now. Oh yeah, <laughs> this, this is nothing. I'll like throw water up in three hours. It'll yeah. be fine. I don't give a shit. I've been thrown up from drinking in a long time, like yeah. six months. Oh, that's pretty good. It's <laughs> a long time. Have you? Do you throw up from drinking? No. No, I uh, I used to exercise a lot of control with drinking. Like if I st- started to feel like I was getting too drunk, I would go make myself like gag a little bit or like maybe puke up a little bit. 
just yeah to, and then you're like ready to yeah, go yeah it levels better. you out it levels yeah. you out even mentally you're like oh i took control of the situation and then you drink a glass of water and you're like ready to go i haven't thrown up for drinking well years. sometimes i'll like i have really bad gas like like burp gas like it'll get just get stuck so if i put my fingers on my throat i won't throw up but i will burp yeah the, that like deep burp and i'm like that's all i wanted out of that yeah sometimes you just need to get like that guttural like yeah and then, you're like, and oh, then it good. resets or something yeah when i was like a teenager and drinking i would get like just we'd all get blackout puke yeah, and drunk. of course yeah and then so like you know you learn that quickly you're like okay control this just yeah. make yourself make yourself puke like if you can control yourself and make yourself puke so much better than having that one more drink that's gonna make you just be dead for the rest Yo, of the night yeah see i never really throw up so but if i get gas i masturbate huh. it makes me fart oh I don't know if it's like moving what a like, scene. I don't know if it's like moving around. I'm not like, hey, who's hey, horny? Hey, watch me do it. But you know, it's like, because I think it's moving your. Really? Well, yeah, it's weird. But like, if I ever have really bad gas, I'll either huh. like put my legs up and do like a. It's what I Like do. the bike. Like yeah. you're riding a bike. Yeah. Wow. I love to fart though, you know. Oh, farting is great. I'm all about farting. I don't like doing it in front of other people. I do it in front of Steve like every day. But, oh, yeah. You know, other people, I won't. I don't hold that back in a relationship. Yeah, that's, I'm never that's coming out. You know, you should listen to what I say on stage. You think I wrote I'm uh, hold my farts in for Corinne and I's book? We each wrote half of a book, and I dedicated a whole section to farting and romance. I'm like, just <laughs> fucking do it. Don't be in pain. Yeah, you have a book. That's fun. It's crazy. Yeah. It's the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. It's so hard <laughs> to write a book. I, yeah, it's so hard. I tried with only lot. half a book. I, I keep trying to like start <laughs> one, but then I either first off I get. I get I start thinking of the my past my past in history and it sends me off into like a depression spiral. Uh, well, that's probably good for writing, what, but, but then you don't want to be in that. You know, is any do you talk about anything in the book about what's gone on in your life? Like anything? Oh it, yeah, like, a lot of it's just personal examples of shit and elaborating further on things that I've said on the podcast because that's very off the cuff. Like I never prepare anything for the podcast, so a lot i like listen back to the podcast and i wrote down all the good points i made and then i just elaborated on <laughs> like anything that's not necessarily sex related or anything oh that yeah you... yeah i mean romance and farting um <laughs> I, I talked about that um i made myself crazy writing that oh my god uh i forget what else i talked about to be honest because i was like in a psychotic no sleep for five days phase because i procrastinate yeah so i was like okay our editor would be like okay you have 50 pages 100 pages due this date and then i'd wait till like four days before i'm like oh fuck i gotta do that thing <laughs> and then send yourself into a tizzy anxiety yeah but that's what lights the fire under my ass to do it so so you're you have to function with an unhealthy way of yeah, <laughs> yeah basically <laughs> yeah that's what i do there's nothing better than procrastination to make you actually work though oh that's, yeah i love it i that's can't good. i've never been able to work ahead of time me either like my best right my best writing is on the way to a mic or a show yeah that I, I, will, I, I write, i'll, I'll yeah. go to a coffee shop and i'll sit there and jot a bunch of shit down and i'll be like all right i'll go try some See, of it. I do and it then, in the venue yeah that's on the train good. on the train over i'm like wait no all oh, that's garbage and this is the only good thing this is this is a good thing I, and then i'll start writing and scribbling down and then yeah but doesn't make you think like man i wonder how much better i'd be if i actually prepared and like took my time to write it. i just <laughs> won't i just never will i hate Even writing when papers I, in high when school. i take the time though it doesn't work there's yeah. nothing because then you're like, I got nothing. You need the yeah. stakes heightened. Yeah. You, just, you need stakes. The you need stakes. some high stakes. High stakes are important. Yeah. In, in order to write. Or yeah. You need a deadline. How do you write half a book, though? I feel like you... Um, what is half a book? Uh, <laughs> half a book is... Ha uh, well, I feel like, like you wrote pages? a whole book and she wrote a whole book and now you're selling two books as one. Uh, kind of. I mean, we wrote half a book's worth of pages each. Because so we, <laughs> we were going to write it together and then we're like, we can't. We're too different. We have different things we want to yeah. say. 
let's just write about what the fuck we want. Because we had a whole outline. We we're like, okay, we're going to do this and this. And then we're going to write about this. And then we got down to write. We were both like, fuck this shit. I don't want to write about any of this. And then we just like free wrote for, for days. And we each happened to write about different things. Okay. I was, I'm curious what like the chapters would be then. Um, well, Corinne's section is more about confidence and like being just liking yourself, mm-hmm. and because she's real good at that. Yeah, she uh-huh. really likes herself. And for the longest time, everyone, <laughs> everyone would always say like she's insecure because she's so confident. I'm like, I've known that bitch for a long time, and I've spent more time with her almost than Steven. She's not. She's really actually like truly yeah. digs herself. Corinne so she, Fisher, she is another... the person that should be writing about this because she's the best at it. Corinne Fisher, another comic. Oh yeah, she's amazing. Other part, other part of the author of the yes. part of the book. Yes. But what are your what are your uh, chapters um, on besides romance and farting? Romance and farting. Um, set, going to sex classes. Okay. Um, because if people and just spicing things up and and being having honest communication with your sex partner, which is very important. Yeah, and I'm really I'm good at it only because Stephen brings it out of me because he mm-hmm. started asking me questions that I'd be like, wait, why are we? I don't want to talk about this with you. And he's like, are you? I put my dick in you. Why? Yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> and uh, and then just some confidence stuff from uh, I just had a huge stick up my ass about the Stoya thing when we first started dating. He used right. to date a famous uh, Stoya as a porn star. Mm. Um, she dumped him, and then ten days later, we started dating. Oh, okay. I thought it was your ex who was dating. Okay, no, now, no. Now Steven. it's all coming together. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that was a real thorn in my side. Well, yeah, it was I don't, a knife in my eye. I don't think a lot of people it was a bullet have that. in my heart. Why? Because um, <laughs> I felt so. I've never felt insecure like that uh, okay. until her. Because I'm not. I'm not sexy. Like if I do a photo shoot, I'm. I feel like an asshole trying to be sexy in You're front of a camera. Very sexy. Nah, you I don't. Have, I don't. All your pictures <laughs> are sexy. I'm trying. I'm actually. I'm getting better because I'm really trying to force myself to look hot in a picture. But right. it's so hard for me because every cell of my body is just like vibrating with like you're an asshole. You're an asshole. This is stupid. <laughs> every time someone points a camera at me, I would just make a stupid face. Yeah. And she is like the pinnacle of effortlessly sexy just doesn't have to do anything and she squirts everywhere and like there's just all these instances that happened <laughs> uh, in the beginning of our relationship that really twisted that knife because you were only 24 23 oh yeah that's super young and too yeah mm. that was probably good though of him because like he the older guy i think just him making you feel like about communication and that it's okay though and yeah like, probably but the lot. one thing that i couldn't i remember admitting it i actually remember the like admit the words leaving my mouth because I was being a dick to Steven for no reason because she would <laughs> pop up places like oh. we first started dating she was on the cover of the village voice and I, I did a bit about this God, that's yeah and it's the so headline hard. said the prettiest girl in New York <laughs> is a porn star and I was like <laughs> fuck this shit right and then when we um went to first time we like went I went to change his sheets at his Brooklyn apartment where they had she had kind of lived when they dated and there was just like a puddle stain in his mattress. And I was like, what the fuck is that? And she no. goes, oh, ja- Stoya, like, when she comes, she like squirts everywhere. And I was like, oh, she does? Oh, that's great. <laughs> and I didn't, I didn't let on to him that it made me want to die inside. Right. Because that's the one thing like she made me feel. That's why I talk about that, do a bit about that word femasculated because that's how she made me feel. Right. It's not a word, but it should be. But you weren't like, so your uh, ex-boyfriend before that, the one who Chris. started throwing. Ooh, yeah, yeah, Christopher. The one who, that's when he started throwing up, was after him. Yeah, yeah. I, it was very clear cut to anybody that he was cheating on me because his ex-girlfriend of like years and years, they lived in Jersey. He moved here to get away from her to the city. 
and he lives in my building. And then his ex-girlfriend oh, moved two blocks away from us oh, and was like, can you walk my dogs? And he even took me over to her apartment and be like, see, I'm just walking her dogs. And I didn't even say shit. I wasn't like, that's weird. Why? Why does she want you to do that? I didn't say anything. So it's dogs they bought together. I get it. It's like your kid. Right. Sure. And he took me and he's like, see, nothing's weird. I'm like, well, now I think something's weird. Right. That you're showing <laughs> yeah. me. Yeah. And she came over to my house when he was passed out drunk one day. Uh, or on like Halloween, oh. I remember. Oh my God, it was so Moripovich, and because uh, <laughs> she called his phone and I answered, and I was like, "Hello." She goes, "I'm fucking your man. I'm fucking Christopher." Man. I'm like, "Wait, oh. what?" And then he was upstairs in his apartment. And I was downstairs in mine, and she came over and she showed me the BBMs because she's like, "You can't fake BBMs." Jesus like, okay, Christ. I don't know. What are BBMs? Uh, BlackBerry Messenger. Oh, this is, uh, back in the day. Whoa. How uh, long were you with him? Four months, but I was obsessed with him. We right. like lived together from the second we started dating because he was upstairs. Yeah, same building. And we both went up to his apartment and woke him up out of a drunken coma. <sighs> and he saw me and her. And he woke up and he was like, "What the fuck?" That's like hell. it was priceless. <laughs> and that was the only time I was ever violent towards a person. What do you mean violent? I slammed his head against a brick wall. Oh, hell yeah, that yeah, wasn't nice. No, so you were really calm and rational, but yeah, 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 <laughs> super calm. That's me. Were the authorities the authorities called or anything? No, no. He His was, roommate was pissed. That they weren't called or that you... N- no, that, that we were being crazy. yelling. We were screaming and crying. I was. <laughs> he was just like, God, wait, just give me a second to wake up. What was his roommate mad about? That we were being yet loud. Oh, I didn't give a <laughs> fuck. And I'm very overly conscious, self-conscious about being too loud in an apartment building. Like, I don't know why the wait. fuck happened to me in a past life, but I'm always like, guys, is the music too loud? Do you think it's okay? Even in my own house, I, all the time. Was well, that uh, a growing up thing? I, yeah, I don't know. I No one ever lived in a house. I don't know where ever, that's from. Did you ever feel like you had to be quiet for any reason? No. No one ever said it It's to you? so weird. Yeah, yeah it's just is. this weird thing that I'm like weird anal about. But uh, yeah, I was just not wanting out. to impede on others probably. Yeah, yeah. I really don't. Thing. That's yeah. considerate though too. Super good. It's like, but it's overly to the point that Unhealthy. I am. Yeah. I mean, I don't live my life by I it. I have the belief that if you ever question that you're doing something wrong, you're definitely not because you're the type of person that's questioning it, you know? Right. People who play loud music in their apartment never think twice about it. Right. Like, this is my place, my sanctuary. Yeah. Yeah, but like- If you ever, ever like, am I annoying people? No, you're probably never annoying anybody, yeah. you know? That's the rule of thumb, usually. Yeah. yeah. Just gotta remind myself of that. If you're self-conscious about something, it's probably because you're the best at it. <laughs> so terrible. Like, I've never been late for stuff. Like, I'm very, I'm always very punctual. I have so much Same. anxiety over it, though. Yeah, and I, was I never hear late. you. But oh, I'm my, always late to this. Well, you don't have a reason off? why? I, think, I do. I think, acting school. Yeah. Mine's more, I think, when we were growing up, my mom was just such a, like, oh my god, you have to be on time for this, you have to be on time. So that's it, yeah. Yeah, yeah but she comes, created this anxiety about time. But I had, we had never were late for anything, that's the other thing. And so that's got to be even stranger when you're yeah. a kid, and you're like, wait, I don't get, I guess I have to, like, freak out over time then. panic. Well, I know other relatives, like, I remember going to um, church class on Wednesday night. Church class. Yeah, like, it's a... Uh, for Catholics, you know, you have oh, to go to shit. you have to go to the, the complete the classes in order to get confirmed. Um, yeah, are you confirmed? Of course. Uh, what's that mean? I don't confirmed know. Confirmed for what? It means I'm never going back. You've I've done all had. the sacraments and all that. They just do it when you're like 17, 18. It's oh, a weird thing. Just it's put all, you back in line, you know. I don't know why, but you're forced to when you're underage, you know. So it's like, <laughs> okay, fine, I will do it. But me and my cousin used to uh, the carpool, so her mom and was always late. So I'd be so panicked. Oh yeah, because we'd get in trouble then because we'd always show up 15, 20 minutes late. When would she? Would the mom say like, oh, "I'm so sorry, I no, was late"? Oh, what a bitch. Oh wow. She wasn't. No, it was like, no, whatever. Just go, run, get out, get out of the car. <laughs> Come on, hurry up. 
<laughs> and it would just create the most already already going to like church class you're like Fuh, i don't know nah, nah. yeah that's on top of it i'm so glad my parents never tried to even they didn't even talk about religion you were, no one gave great. a fuck you didn't grow up with religion. they were just too busy with other shit depression and yeah. my dad was in the navy your mom was depression <laughs> oh yeah right your mom's bipolar also mm-hmm. right yeah that's fun to grow up with so fun it's yeah. why I am who I am. Was your dad like out and active a lot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. He didn't go overseas when I was a kid as much, but he went before that. But uh, yeah, he just, and he handles his her depression like a stoic fucking statue, and he really doesn't. I always thought for all these years he like he's gonna explode one day, but he really isn't. But he he like calls her out on it or like not really. He just takes it. Like she could scream at when I'm, this was more when I was a kid. But it, if she would scream at him over something that was just so irrational, yeah, he would just be like, "All right, Nancy." All right, Nancy. Okay. All right, Nance. Never cursed at her, yelled at her, hit her. I mean, I, I was when I was a kid. I was like, you should smack her in the goddamn face. <laughs> but like, does treatment? Was he like pushing that or anything? No. He was just like, so it's almost what like, do you want to do? Okay. Was that good or bad then? It was good. It ended up being good because my mom, I don't think, would have listened. Was shutting down though with the whole thing because you. Well, I would yell to him. I would say probably at the age of like nine, as early as nine, he would say like, "Whatever, however you feel towards your mom, I totally get. Yell at me. Yell at me like you're your mom. She's a fucking cunt, and I hope she died." Like I would say, because it made me so I couldn't get mad at her because it would make her sad, and I really loved like even when she was like at her worst, I was still loved her so much, and we're so close now. But uh, I would say the worst things about her to my dad, and my dad was like, "Just don't say to her." Cause then she's gonna get worse, and that's gonna suck for me. So just hit, hit. I, he was the family punching bag. It was what, great. What kind of stuff would she do to set you off like that? Um, she would yell at me for things I didn't do, or she would get, she would get mad at me for things that just made no sense. But when you're a kid, you don't understand what's happening. So you're like, wait, I don't think I did something wrong, but I guess I did. So then you doubt yourself, and then you, you grow up, and you're like, wait, I didn't fucking do anything wrong. Fuck her. Right. You know. Do you have a specific example of any of that? I'm just curious. Too, um. I don't think so. Just little stuff that... Just little tiny things along the way. I mean, she... she uh, she'll she just get... Uh, a lot of times we'll have, like, a, even still, like, a family vacation. We'd go to the Shore, uh, shore House in, in New Jersey uh, every September. And she'll... The past couple times... Only, the only couple times we've done it, she's gotten so... She, I don't know what the fuck her deal was, if she was depressed or what, but she was mad at something and she wouldn't tell anybody. So she would just act mad and it was just an, the elephant in the room because she would act so mad like and like, what the fuck but to her face i'd be like my mom you want to talk about something yeah she's no i'm fine I'm like okay cool 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 and i would go outside I'm like fuck her and smoke a cigarette right <laughs> so i let it all out to the air okay she, she's not, not medicated now now she takes medicine for seizures she's got diagnosed with dementia Oh, Jesus. Um, yeah, so yeah. But uh, it's oh so weird because ever since the diagnosis, like we've gotten so we've always been close, but we've gotten so close and honest. Yeah. Because my podcast, I didn't tell her about forever, and then she ended up being on it because she found out the name. Oh wow! And my brother called. And he's like, "Red Alert, Mom knows the name of your podcast." And I was like, "Oh man!" <laughs> so I didn't talk to her for like a week, and then he kind of calmed her down about it, and she was like, "Why does she have to call it that?" <laughs> well, it's Corinne's idea, so it wasn't my idea. <laughs> and uh, and uh, and then she kind of got it. And then when she went on, all these people emailed. She was staying with me for a couple of days. The first day we recorded her interview, the next day we released it. 
and then she saw the emails come in because I was like, You're, we're going to get a lot of emails about this, yeah. about people with the same thing as you, people, it always happens. And she's like, that's really, you're like helping people. I should do an, my own podcast. Like, no, 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 let's not, let's not go there. Is that what the episode was about? All about her being bipolar? And- yeah, and about when I told her I had sex for the first time, she, we were in a restaurant, she left the restaurant and didn't talk to me for a week okay. and like shunned me. But then oh, I thought you were saying you had sex for the first time in a restaurant. No, that'd be badass. My boyfriend and I went to the bathroom at a family dinner. (laughs) No, she (laughs) she asked me in a very roundabout way, and I didn't want to lie to her. And then when I said yes, and I was like, "What the?" I and I and I was like, "What the fuck?" Like I don't get. No, she didn't talk to me about sex. Uh, What the fuck? No one told me not to do it. Even if they did, I still would have done it. But uh, and then when she came on the podcast, she had told me this after uh, a few years before she came on the podcast, like a year maybe, and. and she said she was molested, like, set a oh, couple wow. times when she was a kid. And then when she came on my podcast, she told me it was, like, four times since the age of 10 by four different people. Like, oh, wow. whoa. Jeez. So that's why she was so, when I said I was sexually active, she thought that all these bad things, oh, my God, my daughter is a sexual being now, and all these horrible men are going to touch her. Right. You know? And so it makes so much sense, but I'm like, could have told me that. Like before, yeah, not dropping the bomb. Yeah, we have to act like what? No, yeah. I mean that's fine, mom. It's cool. Don't worry. Yeah, keep talking about oh, it. I felt horrible. Yeah, it was awful. Yeah, that sounds terrible to hear. Yeah, time. I mean it's worse to be molested, but you know, I guess I wouldn't know. Knock on wood or whatever. <laughs> Never been molested. A lot of people have been molested. No, and it's true. So like I honestly don't think it's an exaggeration to say maybe seventy percent of the world population has been molested. To or raped. some degree, yeah. yeah like, I can't believe it. It's really, and a lot of people don't even know. Because one of my friends was, out. yeah, one of my or friends. Or their kid, you don't fucking know. Yeah. Right. One of my friends was like, I don't, I don't know anybody that's ever been molested. I was like, you are not <laughs> you somebody that people talk to then. That's yeah. your problem. <laughs> yeah. Because like, I'm someone people talk to. Like everybody, I don't know. Do they anybody. talk to you about their, their molestation to you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Absolutely. That's yeah. Good. I mean, whoever I'm like, you know, whatever, I'm trustworthy or whatever, you know, and yeah. Plenty Name of names. No, I'm just kidding. Plenty of people. <laughs> I've just been like, yeah, my uncle this, my cousin that. It's just like. It's crazy. It's crazy. And no one fucking, I mean, but how I knew about it was people started emailing us about it, and I was like, wait, what? Yeah. All these motherfuckers are getting touched or raped, and they're not, and half the time we would get an email about it. We get, honestly, three rape or molestation emails a day, mm. and uh, they don't tell, they've never told anybody in their lives except yeah. two strangers that they listen to on a podcast. Well, I mean, like, yeah, Close that's probably terrifying to do, and probably helps with your mom talking a little bit about it too. Yeah, and, and my own mother, like, that's the craziest part. My own mother would have gone to the grave without ever telling me that shit. Yeah, had it not been for like me uncomfortably telling her about my podcast. <laughs> does your mom also have like besides the bipolar? Does she have other kind of things with that? Like- Anxiety. She has uh, tremors in her neck and her vocal cords, and she has arthritis in all of her feet, and her intestines have to be taken out. But she's like, I got too much shit to worry about. And her, she had a stroke when she had my brother, so half of her face is like drooped. Jesus. So she's always been wanting to get that worked on. Like out of every problem she has, it's life threatening. She's <laughs> like, I just want to get my face fixed so I can be in pictures. I'm like, you know what? You do that for yourself. Yeah, Mom. good. I'm glad you're doing that. Um, she has like every problem ever. Yeah, her heart. A she's lot. a pacemaker. Wow. She, uh, yeah, she had heart attack. She's it's crazy. Can't catch a break. She's the worst luck, and I have the best luck, and it's really uncomfortable. <laughs> 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 it makes me not want to tell her. I'll call her, and she, I'm like, "Hey, mom, what's up?" She goes, "Oh, I went to the doctor, and it's not good." I'm like, "Oh, okay, I'm, I'm doing not, great." I'm not gonna tell you about all this stuff. Has that been going for like? Was that for when you life. were young? Yeah, so you oh, had yeah. to deal with. Were you? My, my mom's been on the verge of death like so many times. Wow. The dementia diagnosis though was the worst thing though because that's that is a 
that's a shitty death. Yeah. That's a slow, shitty yeah. death. And you can't really, there's no reversing it. There's no. Well, she there's has an arachnoid cyst that they actually, doctors now think if they drained it, she's trying to find somebody to fucking either drain it or take it out and no one will work on her because her neck is so, she got hit by a truck when she was 18. Jesus. Two days before she met my dad, she got ran over by a truck. And uh, she had this like crazy neck surgery when she was 29 or my age. Yeah. Uh, I was like three. And um, that was like 40% chance of survival, that yeah. surgery, and she survived it. But uh, because of that, when she got hit by the truck, um, but then they discovered she had an arachnoid cyst during that surgery, and they didn't know if she was born with it, whatever. I mean, she she was adopted, or her, her biological mom tried to kill her, kill her like multiple times. Wow. It's crazy. Her yeah. life is nuts. But when your mom wasn't going through like the, the moods of like bipolar and stuff like that, she obviously was a really good mom. Oh, because, my God. The best. Yeah. Almost too loving and concerned. Yeah. Which is kind of like... it's, it's It was overbearing, but also sweet. Yeah. Did you realize that as a kid, though? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Because that okay. I could handle. Like that. But, like, I was on the phone. Uh, the worst thing... I mean, she's tried to kill herself uh, twice that I know of. And, Your uh, mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it was a long time ago. She's not in that state anymore. She's She's been kind of out of that for a while but they put every doctor put her on this med a medication a different medication almost every month and it fucked her up so bad mm. so the day before i moved away to college at penn state for the first you know my first year of college she like tried to kill herself because she was so upset that i was leaving oh, and so she, that put her into a spiral then she started drinking which she never drinks so it's like oh and then i was on the phone with her and she was on the train tracks and i thought she was gonna jump and i heard the train but she slipped before she could jump so she didn't die did she tell you that's what she was gonna do uh yeah she said you have your father you'll be fine i'm so sorry for everything i've done i'm like mom no that's a no don't do it wow. <laughs> it was crazy so yeah. did you feel guilty the whole time you were in school no because i i realized like i can't be responsible for my mother no i know that even during that time though you no, because i knew that uh well at the time i didn't know the severity of how much of the meds fucked her up because now that she's not on them she's like a different person herself yeah it's great it's really cool and she has um uh, uh this thing she just found because her depression was still real bad but six months ago she, uh, the doctor prescribed her it's called a fisher wallace stimulator and it's these two little electrode pads and she does it twice a day for 20 minutes her depression and she would still have real bad depression but not kill herself depression mm -hmm. but it was so it was bad and it was really difficult to deal with her depression went away it's yeah. the craziest thing I've ever witnessed uh. in my life. She's happy. She's giddy. She's like... And these are just like little electrode yeah. pad things? Yep. yep. Wow. Is it new? Is it like a new thing? I No, I don't think it is. But no one's ever fucking told, given her, like prescribed yeah. her that it's always been a pill and the right. pills don't work for her. Well, that's how we originally started, I think, talking about it uh, about a year ago. Because mm, yeah. I was saying when I was a kid, that's what the doctors would do is just put me on a different med every, after med every month and yeah. it was just kind of like psychiatry is terrifying and it they is. numb you and they go are you okay and you're like i don't know and i can't like, feel yeah anything. you're fine yeah. so you're fine you're not sad and then you well lose yeah that sucks too yeah it's horrible does she apologize for all that stuff now she did uh but she's not overly like she's the perfect level of she's seriously so mentally sane with this fucking <laughs> fisher wallace stimulator thing that she She's good at, like, before she would beat herself up about it, because all she's wanted to do her whole life is be a good mom. Yeah. Like, at, the, at her core of who she is. And uh, now that she's herself, she's like, whenever it comes up, which it doesn't come up that often, but she's like, yeah, I'm really sorry about that. And I'm like, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's why I'm very caring, empathetic, old soul. Do you think it's also because your dad was so good with you? 
so good. Yeah, like if he wouldn't oh have been in the God. picture, it probably that would have been rough. Because then what who would I have yelled cunt to? Or just some, you know, to know you were still safe, yeah, and protected. Yeah, yeah. I, I I didn't realize this until a few years ago, but she had lived in a car for three months when I was a kid. But I didn't know that because I was so young. But we had like a real <laughs> nice house. It was big. We had two guest rooms. She could stay in one of those, but she fucking lived in a car. Wow. She Even with your wits. dad? Yeah. She went haywire with those fucking meds. Right. Yeah. Did your dad ever want to get her off the meds and stuff like that? Or was he like just He kinda... was just like, I don't fucking know what's going on and I do what you want to do. And he just let seemed me know. to be a shock absorber. Whenever she yeah. was away, big wave, she, he would just absorb that yep. shock. And that's yeah. crazy. I mean, that's, crazy. you know, kudos to him. But yeah. Damn. So I what, can't she's, it. she's under 60, right? Your yeah, mom? She's 50, 58? 5, 54. Oh, 50, oh wow. 54. She's young. Yeah. Very young. Especially Just to mention, not Alzheimer's, not. Nope. Or, wow. Yeah. That's heavy. Yeah. How old your but, brother? So they're afraid to. Sorry. sorry. They're no, afraid no. to fuck with it a lot, though, because of all, so many other yeah. diagnoses. And, yeah. Uh, and, and when I, I had talked about it on the podcast, I didn't, I didn't want to, but I was so sad and we had to record the intro and I was just crying and I was like, I, I guess I got to talk about it. And then we got all these emails for like weeks, hundreds and hundreds of emails. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry you have to witness the slow decline of your mother. She forgets who you are. I'm like, oh, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. I like how they all become Jewish in your emails. <laughs> Everyone. Well, I'm, I recently learned I am a Jew. Um, and so is she. Mazel. Yeah, thank you. I'm not. Um, oh, okay. Is that appropriate to say? Yeah, I have fine. no idea. I'm not either. I'm like a bad Jew, but, uh, but yeah. I don't you know. just found out. I can't say you're good at it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Her got me all this Jewish shit. There's a there's a really good This American Life episode about dementia. I don't know. Uh, a lot of people told me to listen to that, and okay. I can't yet, but I have it in the back of my head. It's about the whole improv- imp- improvisation team. All I know is they said it was This American Life episode about dementia. You have to listen to it. Why yeah, it's it? well, it's a lot of, and I love that podcast. I just yeah. I don't remember that one. It's a lot of uh, it's it's two improvisers, and basically. Uh, they're saying with dementia nowadays, it used to be all like, you know, no, you're not there. You know, whenever they're like, oh, I need to go get Jimmy. And they're like, Jimmy's gone. Yeah. You know? So you just they're freak like, them out. They're, yeah. They're saying, they're saying don't alter their reality. And yeah, I have a, that's I, one thing a lot of people told me. Yeah, yeah. Alzheimer's goes through my family. So I'm going to be uh, dealing with it as well. And I'm going to get it. And for like, for sure. Is there any but preventative thing you could do? They're starting to find things. Aricept, I think is one. Like, is that a pill? Yeah. For oh. Alzheimer's related dementia. So I don't know if it affects regular dementia or what. I don't know. But yeah, they're, they're just saying a lot of like, yes, and like, just have fun with them, you know, like yeah. they're in a kind of an altered reality and just have fun. And Don't be, be gentle and yeah. kind and kind of go with what they say. Yeah. yeah that's a lot of people. Uh, for the first day or two, I read all the emails and then I was like, I can't, I can't do this. Right, anymore. right. No, it's, but yeah. that came up a lot. That's the one thing I've, sorry for shaking the table. Uh, that's the one thing I've had to deal with with my mom because her dad went that way and yeah. his dad. And so we just like, we're geared for it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, that's good because that's something that's hard, hard to prep for. Curry. Yeah. Eat lots of curry. Is that it? Really? I don't know. No. My ex-husband used to make me eat it because he was all scared he was going to get it. He see, he made you eat curry for dementia prevention. He was like, yeah. Oh fucking! He read Christ. a book or someone told him oh, something well. once. Yeah. Um. Why can't is you said he, you can't yet listen to that because it's just too. Yeah, I don't want to. I, I I I'm fine <laughs> to talk about it, but uh, and yeah. we talk about it. I talk about it with her, but uh, I mean that was. I mean she's almost died so many times. But this is bad. Like, that sucks. Well, it's a whole different thing, too, because it's like a slow decline of like... Yeah, and you wouldn't see your mom become a baby again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, not yet. She's fine now, but... How long does that usually... Does it go for... Like, you never just know, right? Like, I don't know. Just, they, uh... The doctor said maybe five years she'll live, maybe maybe 10, maybe 15. But the thing is, if it's 15, she's not going to have a good quality of life for those last five to seven years. When was she diagnosed with it? Um, Six months ago. 
Okay. So did you notice any? Oh, in December, however long that was. December, late yeah. December. Um, no, but uh, she's always been forgetful and always kind of spacey mm-hmm. and always, because her mind is, she always had like learning disabilities and she's always kind of overwhelmed and anxious and stuff. So she, so the, I haven't noticed anything yet. She has told me a few stories repetitively and I'm like, you told me that mom. Yeah. And she's like, oh, okay. But she's done that before when I was younger. So I'm like, I, yeah. I don't, I can't tell because she's yeah. so fucked up anyway. Yeah. But I can't tell what right. dementia. I don't, I don't just- think it's going to be that big of a, of a change. It's going to, yeah. it's going to, you know, it's like someone, I don't know, get, you know, just consistently getting fat. You're going to notice eventually, like you look back over the years, you're like, right. oh, okay, you definitely you don't notice changed it. from you three years ago. But, right. But well, that- I, if she forgets who one of us is, I'm going to lose my shit. Yeah. Because yeah. that's, that's, that's undeniable. It's tough, but you know, I mean, they call you by a weird name or whatever. Just go with it. That—that's yeah. at least what the advice is. You just go with it momentarily, and they'll probably click back and be like, "Oh, you're yeah. you again." But I mean, I hope so. No, that's mean, gonna make me though. Lo- I mean, course. I lost you're my right. shit when she told me, <sighs> and she's not talking to my brother at the moment. And this was right before the uh, dementia diagnosis, because my brother—he was like 13, 14 when she was at her worst. So he internalized. He was the older. Shit. Yeah, that's what I was. Yeah, about. yeah, okay. he's older. He's Stephen's age, and uh, it's just you two, right? Your brother. Yeah, just, just us two. And and he has a bad temper, but he like doesn't think he has a temper. And I'm like, <laughs> oh no, that's not good. <laughs> that's not good. He can't even recognize. <laughs> was he protective of you too? Nah, no. Because I dead. think he. Uh, my first instance of. Um, feeling bad about being good at anything was with him because he wasn't like uh he wanted to be a chemist because of my mom's issues with with medication and stuff mm-hmm. and i was like what that's beautiful the, like it's amazing and then he, he didn't get into chemistry school or to um pharmacy school because uh, he wanted to be a pharmacist and uh but i remember like being a kid i remember the first time it happened like he had to recite this it was the best of times it was the worst of times monologue and i was like five or no, maybe like seven. I don't know. And uh, he had to do it for high school and he like couldn't get it. He was getting so frustrated with himself. He was crying. And I took the book. I'm like, DJ, you just do it. And I'm like, it was the best of times. It was the worst. And I just fucking delivered this monologue. It was like, really good. And then he like got real pissed. And uh, I feel like there's this weird vibe between him and I of like, you're doing great. And he's doing good too. He has a fucking son that he's in love with. He's yeah. the best thing I've ever seen. And, uh, but I always for a long time was like, I don't want to tell you how good I'm doing. Like, I just have really good luck, I think, or something. Yeah, well, you also work hard and you do your shit. I do, yeah. But he worked hard. I mean, he fucked up in undergrad, but, you know, he's a a hard worker. Like, he'll pound the payment in a job that I wouldn't even fucking apply for. But he's like, I got to do it. I got to earn a living. He'd work three jobs. Yeah. I, I can't do that. So that's a weird problem, actually, to have is, like, with everybody around you to have to, it's hard for you to tell these people. Like yeah, the good things Steven, are happening. Steven? Yeah. Your boy, my boyfriend, yeah. yeah. That so whole like, discrepancy of now I'm making more than you. Yeah. You don't like that. That's a mm. very uh, rare problem. Or not rare, but I think a lot of people have the opposite. I think it's a unique problem. Yeah. yeah I think it is. Yeah. And you're so aware of it, too. That yeah. Because like, it feels... Did you, did you feel too like your brother kind of got... How did he deal with all that stuff growing up? With my mom or with... Yeah, with all of it. Like, uh, he... I think he shoved it under the rug the way I okay. thought my dad did, but my dad just truly... There's there was no explosive moment. There was no. I mean, he's really stoic, but uh, he and he's just in denial, and he goes after damaged women. Mm. I guess try to, to want to fix some kind of a thing. And I guess, maybe. but he doesn't try to fix it. <laughs> he just like gets pissed that they're damaged. I'm like, but you knew before. Yeah, it's like he'll touch a flame and then get mad that he gets burned. But like you're saying, the denial factor, or mm-hmm. you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, he. 
he with my mom like he's he's blown up in my mother's uh, a couple times throughout my life that i've witnessed and i was scared he was gonna fucking hit her really? like i the anger in his eyes was such that i was like that's some deep-rooted rage dude. did your dad Do you, so there was like what 12, 12 years you said 10 years of difference uh, uh, no uh nine okay nine. Nine. well I, so i guess do you have you ever talked to, to him about your mother before you were oh yeah, there? yeah so yeah, was yeah. it different well was we'll she... bitch about our mom like my yeah. mom to 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 each other because we get it uh he gets it on a different level though i think because he when i was she was living in a car i was five and he was right. 13 yeah, or, okay, you know what i mean yeah, yeah, so, yeah, so i didn't fucking know was your dad like that with him though too the way he was with you about just yell at me or kind of he was hard on my brother really really hard he was hard on me too but not as hard yeah no the first child always gets the gets yeah the and i think rules. he's bitter about could that be like, the, the resentment he still brings up that he wasn't allowed to bring tro- drink chocolate milk in middle school and high school and i was dude my older brother yeah. does shit like that too he's like i wasn't allowed to stay out yeah. that late you're the baby you're the fucking first spoiled. Kid. they didn't want him to i don't whatever yeah yeah my sister's only two years older than me but she still got that treatment and i got really you know, i got away with a does lot she bring more it, does she like rub it in your face sometimes she gets yeah, i mean she used to i think she's over it now but yeah for sure i got away i mean basically i got everything as she got it but i was two years mm. you know younger yeah. than her but she as soon as she could stay out till nine yeah. i could stay out till eight forty-five. you know like they right. they put in a little buffer there but either way i was like i was getting advantages yeah. as she was so yeah it was my, nice because my brother was like 10 11 years older than me too so yeah. i kind of but he's he'll i mean i don't talk to him right now oh or my sister why not they suck or uh they're different they mean well but like me, me and my brother got a huge thing over he just initiates fights constantly mm. and he's also miserable i think because he's a 40 whatever year old guy who is an alcoholic and uh you know very political <laughs> but like yeah he'll just text me shit like these fucking protesters what fucking idiots huh and it's like you, we're gonna do that right now on National Women's Day. You want to? You want to start? Oh, this? we text you on National you Women's Day. You want to fucking start this, <laughs> Billy Bob? Like you know, oh, like it's like Christ, yeah. And then my sister, I think it's is, for your own sanity. Right. You got to keep it at a distance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my sister. Too, I get like, all my feminist information from a guy named Billy Bob, though. Wait, what does your <laughs> sister do? Uh, nothing. Uh, she has got uh, a gaggle of children. <laughs> nothing. Uh, with different men said and uh, nothing. Yeah, well, but that pisses you off because you're not talking to her either, right? Well, I'm pissed off at her because what she'll do is she holds everything into like mm. denial of it, and then when she drinks late at night, she's oh, there's resentment for me leaving, you know, northern Minnesota. Why? Because she wanted to leave. I don't know if she wanted to or she yeah, doesn't she feel like she could. But it's like a weird thing where it's a jealousy thing. The jealousy mixed with like a sad thing. Yeah. I, I know it's both. Yeah. But like she said some real fucked up shit to me about how I'm I'm done lying to you know my my nieces and nephews her kids about you they know the truth now and it's what like truth yeah and I'm just like oh because I because I left and I don't come home nine times a year to be yeah, yeah but you're also not famous if you like, leave you have to send back the millions of dollars you're making they think I'm famous though that's the nice part that's the thing that's <laughs> they're not seeing the millions though but they want checks they will she just gets Maybe. weird yeah she's just like <laughs> it's mean and it's I, yeah I could take Bitter, it for so long but then yeah. it, like the last time it was like go fuck yourself dude you're not gonna make me feel guilty that's good that, that your place were like I don't fucking need this right now it's not yeah. my problem it's clearly you so yeah. I'm gonna stay clear and it's just yeah that's why I like getting older yeah you do. you do that self-care because yeah. my family is very yeah very unaware of stuff too and yeah. they just brush it under because about six years ago i went home and uh her her boyfriend got very upset that me and her went out uh why because you don't do you, you got kids you can't fucking go out with your sister you see once a goddamn year oh, so if you're a mom you can't be fun so it's just yeah and we ran into an ex-boyfriend of mine and my sister loves to smoke pot but she's not like 
not like a crazy pothead. She likes to smoke pot when she goes out and doesn't ever chill. You know, like yeah, a very healthy like, human being. Yeah, like I'm not treat myself. Yeah, and uh, he got very pissed off because he heard. Ooh, that's manipulative. Yeah, my uh, ex-boyfriend's voice. And we were at my parents' house, which was down the street from where they lived. So he came fucking burling in, threw her down, threw, threw her, threw her down. Whoa. So I got in front in of way, you guys, in front of everyone, and uh, so I Are jumped in, and then he threw me into a fridge. All this shit, like, and my parents woke up then and whatever. Uh, and then at the end of all of it, he went home. She stayed at my parents with me. And my parents came up and they're like, well, you know, you shouldn't have brought David here. It's your fault. Jesus. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, no. And despite- that's not the blame. That's not who gets the blame. Damn it. Yeah, I was like, yeah, some dude just took out two of your daughters. How are you, you cool? Know, I, I like to think that that uh, those scenarios are, are, are hacky in that they don't happen anymore, but they fucking Where know. are you from? Uh, I have two places. I lived in Virginia for ten years, and okay. then uh, Pennsylvania outside of Philadelphia. Blows Nicer down. places. Where, where, like, what? Where do you, um, you come from? Yeah, middle, middle crust up, middle, middle upper middle class. Middle okay. class. Yeah. Gotcha. I mean, you know, but in the South, it was like we were all transplants because the, the, my whole neighborhood was naval people or Marines or Army. Right. Or right. Okay. Gotcha. It was near Norfolk, but uh, but we all. I mean, I I don't know why, but I just knew that this i hated the south yeah and just your reaction to someone getting th- like a woman getting thrown by a man i was like yep that happens i'm from arizona so i'm like yeah really? no. oh, it's yeah. arizona yeah yeah we come from trash Does anybody places. say things or no not enough that <laughs> boggles my fucking mind well it goes really back into your family too right rich huh it goes back with your family too Oh, no, 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 not physical. Well, no, not like throwing things around, but just, I'm just saying general trash people that we lived around, you okay. know? Yeah, I, I didn't know. see that shit. I, I, luckily. It's not like New York where it's like, I think a woman's getting hit. And I oh, I say saw something. a woman yeah, get, yeah. I saw an older woman, probably my mom's age, get her head uh, slammed against the pavement across the street by Eesh. her husband. Damn. I was like, well, gonna call 911. I've called 911 on maybe 12 people since yeah. I moved to New York City. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But then you slammed a head. Oh, I did, but he was fucking fine. It was behind closed oh. doors. Yeah. They were he fucking adults. Fancy. The they New, were adults The about New it. York way. You go <laughs> yeah. into your apartment and you stay quiet. You slam heads. <laughs> yeah, I'm not proud of that moment, but I'm like, well, I did it, so. Yeah, sure. I always forget, Richie, are you the youngest, too? No, I'm middle. You're the, oh, yeah, that's right. Is there a <laughs> middle, isn't there like a middle child syndrome thing? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because you see, so you have, well, you have the, you have I'm a little bit of it. Yeah, well, right. So you have a little bit, like the benefits of it are like you got the rules broken for you and all that stuff. But I think you absorb more when you're the youngest too, because you see everything. Yeah. Your parents are probably more, I would think more real with you. Or it, it, no, not more real. That's the wrong word. More like, yeah, whatever. Just brush your own fucking hair. I don't care. Right, right in the middle. Yeah, in the middle, they're like, Blink well, it. you have to, you know, don't piss off your older, but also take care of your Be younger. Nice to the younger yeah, one. right. Yeah. So it's like it's just you're doing everything. Well, the middle too. You have to see like the perks. Like you see the perks of the oldest. How yeah. they get treated. Like with you know, they, they get, get to do more it's shit. The first thing, but and then the youngest is like baby. Are you middle? Agree? I'm so the youngest. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. But like that middle child doesn't. Yeah, you just have to be like, oh, I'm just here in the best of both worlds. Right. In the midst of it. Mm-hmm. Middle okay, child syndrome is something <laughs> I feel like is the most severe out of all of the places oh, that you could sure. be in the sibling lineup. Yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. Do you um, feel unimportant or unwanted? Yeah, ever? all the time. <laughs> really? Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but yeah, as the youngest, that's what I'm saying with you. I feel like you absorbed instead of because you don't have a drug problem. I mean, you know, you don't have any of these like severe issues that a lot of people do. Anxiety, but that's eh. yeah, it's like a. But, a normal, I think, thing to also have living in a New York City, and yeah. you know, given given what your mother has gone through, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, I think right. you're kind of holding it together a little bit right. better than most. Yeah. I can only be sad for like a day. That's the maximum amount of time I could be sad about anything. 
And then doing this, you talk about it, or you're forced to, to some degree. Yeah, I mean, I it, it feels stupid not to, because I'm like, it's 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 the elephant in the room, but only to me, which is why I talk about it. <laughs> it's like, well, I gotta talk about it. It's like right there. Yeah, and you're, so you're in therapy now. You said no, but I want to get back into it. I was oh, in therapy okay. for a long time after I I got dumped. Oh, that was and bulimia, I was bulimia. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then. Then that therapist tackled the whole mom suicide thing for me. And I was like, thank you. Mm. Uh, <laughs> and then I went to a therapist's office that was like a sliding scale, but they had an intake appointment. And then <laughs> and then that's when I like let all this stuff out about my mom. And uh, and then when I met my therapist for the for first day after that, and she, at the end of that session, I was crying my eyes out. And she was, well, now I know why you're in the trauma unit. I'm like, <laughs> oh, what? Wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> trauma <laughs> did every i just feel like everybody around you was kind of nuts yeah but i some... like it it's comforting that's why i like living here right <laughs> that's why i live on 34th street but it's just it, it it's kind of mind-boggling that you are as stable as you are yeah i could be real unstable but i I've, i'm very hormonal well yeah you're a, you have a vagina i think yeah so. but like the other not the other day like th- a couple weeks ago i was in the bathtub in my bathtub no water naked bleeding just bleeding there was like a trail it was like very cinematic and i was just screaming period yeah oh okay oh yeah, yeah, yeah. i was like you, but i aborted my baby and uh how progressive of you right um or no but uh actually. <laughs> yeah and i and even steven was like yo you right or <laughs> yeah. his, la- his last girlfriend had gone haywire too so i felt as bad about it <laughs> that's hey why are you just having a moment in the bathroom yeah but i scream a lot when i get i think i have pmdd okay do you know what um, that is richie no premenstrual dysphoria disorder my yes. mom had it and it it's it honestly feels like a state of psychosis yeah wow, okay. um uh, a couple days before your period and it's get real nuts and you feel i'm so self-aware that i know every second that i'm being mean irrational illogical whatever the fuck it is so it's a tumbleweed of not only am i acting like this i feel horrible for it it makes me act even worse right yeah because no i get that yeah because i'm also bipolar (laughs) (laughs) but yeah like it's a thing of like sometimes i know when i'm acting out yeah like i'm being i've done it with even richie before like where i'm freaking out shut the fuck up you asshole but i apologize then after but it's like and do you like do you really are you like it's okay yeah, I'm just, the, I'm like the shock absorber. I'm like the, ah, like, my dad, you know, I'm yeah. just like, take the punches. He's and dating like, Micah. And yeah, I'm dating Micah. Oh my God, you're dating Micah Fox? Yeah. You're Micah Fox's boyfriend. I didn't know who it was. <laughs> she's the best. She's great. She's the fucking shit. What a fun girlfriend you have. Yeah, no, she's great. Oh, you lucky man. Lucky. Very <laughs> she, I, lucky. She seems so fun. She's great. Yeah. She's great. No, but I. I love Micah too. I love Micah. I think it'd be crazy to date, but yeah. Yeah. yeah, but that's like fun. No, though, she's right? great. You're both. She, she you're really both is. a handful. I think. What? Really? No. Oh, Stop. See, you're. You got. This is your thing. Like you're just like. You haven't seen what I've seen. I have seen. What's crazy. the worst you've seen? What's like the crazy? No, no. You would like. I mean, like you. Like you're like. I've seen crazy. Like everyone yeah. else is fun and sweet. Oh well, yeah. This is <laughs> Christina called me sweet and lovable earlier. I know. She's like, everyone, you are. Like, like no one ever says that. <laughs> oh, you so are. That's the thing. It's like I don't know. Can we have you back on and like. Yeah. A while when we talk about more with a, if you want to, about your yeah. mom's decline, like how oh, it's yeah. going. Or oh, like, I'll tell you. All about it. I'll be whatever. Yeah, whatever it is. Hopefully it doesn't suck, but it might suck. Uh, yeah. So mm, keep true. that whiskey bottle. <laughs> <laughs> you seem like a great mixture, you know, where you can react to things, you know, a little... Um, flammable yeah you know flammable like your mother a little bit but then the way you talk about it the way you digest it is very much like your father where you're just like 
these are the facts. This yeah. is what we're doing. This is how we're going to handle it. And this a couple is days the, later, know, well, after yeah, I yeah, do right. the mental damage. Which I think is incredibly healthy. <laughs> Thank you. But I think you know, you know but... it going into it, like you're doing, like what you're saying, like you're aware of the damage that's kind of going on with you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, Very self-aware, and you know, which is a blessing and a curse. No, I, yeah. I like, almost would rather be ignorant towards how I am, but. But then you'll beat yourself up even more afterwards, where it's kind of like now you're like, okay, I, I know this is going to change. I'm just going to be like this for a minute. Yeah. And it's going to be fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice to be able to look ahead and be like, okay, there are some shitty fucking waves ahead. We are going to go yeah. through it, up and down. It's yeah. going to suck, but I'm just going to experience it. And then on the other side, there is going to be some clear ocean and we'll just, you know, yeah. debrief on the sitch just a little bit. Feel it, motherfuckers. Yeah. Like, I'm very much into that. Because even when you're sad and even when something horrible is happening, it's kind of beautiful. Because you're like really feeling, you feel alive. Like, when my mom got diagnosed with dementia and that conversation with her of like, I'm going to die was like, so tragic but like this is this is life and you even said this that is life this is high stakes motherfucker yeah. but it brought yeah. you even closer together too yeah it's kind of like that it's like eh, i don't get mad she's gonna die <laughs> but she's always was gonna die but now she's like definitely gonna die you know what i mean but it's like the mental decline is worth worse than the death that's what i'm thinking yeah. because you have to wait like you're saying and, when and she, she doesn't forgets. want that she told me to shoot her she told me she's like i'm Nobody gonna tell wants, me my yeah. dad i'm like mom all right no i'm not gonna do that <laughs> But she's like, I helped her look up a death with dignity uh, organization. Oh, really? Yeah. I get that. But I'm like, yeah, if that's what you want to do, whatever you want to do with your body, I fully support. Right. Even if it's just dying. Yeah. But that's life, man. Life is tough and it's fun and it's great and it's sad and it's tragic. I think from the age of 10, my mom said she wanted me to put her through a wood chipper. Oh, that's violent. She's that's like violent. the best thing. Shooting well, not, is not, way easier. Not to, no, no, when she's dead. Oh. The, the best way to get her nutrients back <laughs> to the land. Not She didn't ask me to murder her. Her nutrients back to the land. Right. Just, you know, because like cremation, you just, you know, yeah. it's you're nothing What's the there. Point? Yeah. yeah. She was like, donate me to science. And she's like, I'd want to be back into the earth. She's like, put me through a wood chipper. Spread me over the field. Just Ooh, dead. Wow. See, I got, get me cremated. Fertilize wow. the ground. Not the ground. sprinkle my ashes. Put my dead Ashes don't, no, nah, nobody through, wants. Rent a wood chipper, number trees one. Trees don't want ashes. They want, they want. Dead body fl- parts. They want flesh. They want Holy flesh and nutrients. Shit. I got from my mom, you know, just get me cremated and, and sprinkle my ashes in a Walmart parking lot. And I was like, you know what? Oh. You couldn't be more white trash. <laughs> God, that is so bad. It went from wood chipper and then she was like, you know what? Donate me to Body Worlds. And I was like, now we're going to do wood we're chipper. We're going to do wood chipper. <laughs> I'd rather put you through a wood chipper, mom. Christina, thank you for sharing all that stuff. Yeah. Where, can, where can people find you if they don't already know? Um, Christina Hutch. It's K-R-Y-S-T-Y-N-A is the first name on all social media. And Guys You Fucked is on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify. And obviously, Richie. I'm at Richie Tolway. I'm at Jesse Dodge. Any other advice you could give to somebody going kind of, I mean, you're still in the new phases of like the mom stuff, but yeah, Jesus, man. like Advice for people going through this? Any of this. Yeah. Feel it. Deal with it. Oh, Feel yeah. it. Don't brush it under the rug. Deal with it. Feel it. Say, call somebody and cry and scream. Talk to somebody. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I talked to like too many people. That probably, if you're talking to friends, <laughs> like, all right, like I get it. Your mom has a mention. I'm like, okay. Talk to us even uh, if you want. You know? <laughs> yeah. Email the podcast. Yeah. Richie, say the name of it because I always fuck it up because so, I always have whiskey in my body at this point. Email wyppodcast at gmail.com. Talk to us. We'd love it. Therapeutic to write an email to strangers. That yeah. You, it, it really is. I love getting messages. Especially then I, you know, feel like I'm worth it. I hope I did something. Yeah. Thank you so much for being on again. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Bye. Bye, everybody.